I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. Who's ready for story time? What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan ASH checking in on your picks of the week episode. And if you missed Chino's glorious return to the pod, you can check out your pangangamusta namin sa kanya on our uh, weekend reactions episode, which should be out on your feeds already. We also reacted to the big news surrounding uh, Vince McMahon's departure from WWE and TKO, and your reactions namin to the Royal Rumble and everything huge that happened there. But for this one, we're talking about the picks of the week, and this is basically your favorite matches and moments namin from this week in wrestling that uh, you have to catch up on in case you don't have the same bandwidth that the rest of us do to catch, well, everything. Uh, before that, though, you got to let us know if you want to attend an Elimination Chamber watch party. That's something we asked on our Facebook page this week, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. If you want an Elimination Chamber watch party and if you're showing up, let us know in the comment section. Saturday and February 24, 8 p.m. Manila time. Because in Perth at Manila, same time zone sila. So if you tell us that you want a watch party, we will organize a watch party. Ganun ka simple, all right? Facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for that one. Yeah, we're gonna first get the time, podcast together. Yeah, first yeah. time now the babyface producer Jasper. Yeah. So sports bar at night. Jasper. Sports bar. It has been a while. <laughs> to be fair, it is an experience. It yeah. is, yeah. It is. But so, it yeah. is gonna be a night. It is gonna be a trip. So uh we'll find out if 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 a lot of you want to do it. Uh, you gotta you gotta let us know, guys. Because I'm uh, medyo delicate chef uh, for sports bars because there are a lot of things going on at night. So we'll have to book that as early as we can. Mm-hmm. So let let us know. All right, Facebook.com/slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Let's get to our picks of the week. We're gonna start with you, Chino, since you're the new Yes. Okay. So 
this pick I make uh, with the caveat, that's a little old. It's about uh, two months old. It came out just on my feed as I was catching up on all the wrestling uh, things that happened over the weekend. But it is an episode from Mythic Kitchen's Last Meal. So if you don't know what Mythic Kitchen's is, it is Good Mythical Morning's uh, talk show wherein their chef slash host, Josh, talks with the guest about anything and everything under the sun, under the context of what their last meal would be uh, on this earth. And this episode that I caught actually had Seth freaking Rollins as one of the guests. And it was such a good, compelling episode because on it, Seth talked about growing up in the Midwest. He talked about his early gimmicks. He talked about his longevity as a wrestler, having sushi in Japan with Becky Lynch. And that's can over the topics. And it makes it also gives you a deeper insight to his psyche because he also talked about the morality of being a tweener, of being a babyface who gets away with healed things. As he puts it. So I'm gonna insight into how he processes his resting mind and how he treats the business as a, a limited time frame right? because of his many injuries. And it's just it's just very significant that uh, on the on this day that we were recording uh Pixel of the Week that I had to share it. Cat Mejo Lubana. Yeah, uh I, I was listening to it. Uh I was listening to it because I was driving. I treated it like a podcast. Um it yes, it was a typical. Uh, it was a typical interview. Uh, I think it's not uh, not dissimilar to an, uh, to you know hot ones, right? Where they eat food, <laughs> they they talk about themselves. Uh, so because of that, I more enjoyed the fact that they were talking about food. I, I enjoyed the fact that Seth was discussing the history, the personal history, now with the food that he chose as his last meal. Uh, a lot of stories there. And, uh, you know, food is important to all of us, whether, you know, you know, depends on what you like. We all have our personal relationships with that. And that's what I enjoyed listening to. I think my favorite part in the video is that Seth Rollins was drinking a can of Pepsi or, or that's his pick for his last meal. Now, uminom ng can of Pepsi. And a lot of people were like, is this a CM Punk reference? And this was back in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And and look at us now. We're we're right here. Uh, we're gonna have <laughs> Punk versus Seth Rollins. At Obviously, it was not a CM Punk record. I, I know, <laughs> I know. Pero nakatawa lang that. Yeah, sure. Para, it's a Pepsi. It's a, yeah, yeah. Why is that man not endorsing Pepsi yet? Yeah, yeah. He has punk? Arms, so. Oh, punk. <laughs> but, well, he did say na ano uh, on a podcast. Uh AEW unrestricted. Na he doesn't do. Uh, he doesn't uh, drink soda anymore. Okay. He just drinks this. Ano. Sparkling water. That's it. Uh, okay. okay. Good for him. Uh, Chino, do you want to talk about your pick from this actual week in wrestling? or you want uh, to This actual week Vienna? in wrestling is the second most compelling thing I've seen was the promo between Cody Rhodes and Mr. Punk. That happened, towards, uh, that happened last week on Monday Night Raw. And I say compelling because they really took us through the wire of their personal histories of them calling each other out on their BS. Um, and it really just delivered the hype. And I'm all about the hype. It made me hyped for this Royal Rumble just because they were calling each other out. And that face-off that they had was electric to the point that I kind of wanted to see this 
happened. A Punk versus Cody happened, and hopefully we get it before WrestleMania because it it actually has a lot of big match potential. Yeah, uh, I mentioned my feelings about this on live stream last week. Uh, it didn't hit for me, but mostly because I found you know Punk being of you know egoistic and you know, fragile masculinity. I thought it was funny more than more than it was. Uh, more than it was intense or anything like oh oh you say that i'm more more cm punk than you are like and then he flew off the handle and it was so it was so funny to watch because they whether it was his actual ego or his character's ego whatever it was i think at this point they're the, they're the same because uh they're using all his personal history in the story so uh you know cody and drew they have better personal stories i feel yeah. Uh, when when they are in, involved in the in the trash talking and the promo battles, must compelling for me. But Punk, you know, was just being Punk, and uh, I wanted. I mean, I get what they were trying to do. Again, I get what they were trying to do. Shempre, it's the hot dramatic thing with all the backstage info, all the backstage references, and uh, I know a lot of people liked it. I know um, the crowd at the time was, you know, so focused on it, so too, so listening so closely that they didn't make a lot of noise. I, uh, um, I, I think it worked, but not for me. I did enjoy yung sila, and then uh, the the funny part is when uh, CM Punk said, "I can separate business from personal." Can you? And I I just remembered like wait this is what he did no I know that's AEW sha. so and yeah uh, who would have thought now in 2024 CM Punk is gonna fight another EVP well he's not an EVP anymore but you know he, he, another <laughs> another yeah, AEW a, EVP. that was the last EVP he had to fight after the Rumble yeah you know how Cody celebrated too sweet and then. Finger point gun. the WrestleMania sign. Yeah. 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 Uh, I also discussed your feelings on this on live stream last week. Uh, again, pretty compelling stuff. And I'm pretty sure that it's Punk and Cody, whether it's on the road to WrestleMania or after Cody finishes the story. All right. Uh, let's cross over to Dynamite and go to Row for his pick. Yeah, uh, Dynamite main event. We talked about how it was badly promoted, but it was still a hell of a match. In yeah, the match, the match that nobody ever dreamed of, dreamt of. Tamasi uh, Excalibur there when he said that because nobody, you know, if you asked us like two years ago, you know, or even a year ago, if uh, Adam Copeland or Edge was gonna go up and wrestle Minoru Suzuki, <laughs> I would have asked you, how is that gonna happen? <laughs> and um, it's super great. Uh, the novelty of this is uh, kind of what drives it. But again, like I mentioned, when uh, Chino picked and Chino and I picked Edge versus Moriarty from a couple of, from last week, uh, it's really Adam Copeland enjoying his time as a latter career wrestler, uh, filling out the bucket list, working other styles that. He didn't really get to so WWE because WWE is a little bit really homogenized when it comes to wrestling there. So um, I enjoy watching him try to try his hand uh, in wrestling Puro style, New Japan style, a lot of that stuff. Um, it's funny in a way when you look at it because you never you never expect him to see it, <laughs> you never expect him to do something like that. But uh, I appreciate that it's. 
I appreciate that this guy really loves pro wrestling and wants to do it um, in so many different ways as possible. Okay, say, so, um, you know, love of the game. It's it's a love of the game thing, and you love to see it. Uh, yeah. So I hear some people would say that whenever Edge or Cope shows up, it's not special anymore uh, because he pretty much wrestles every week, right? Uh, because in WWE, he would show up uh, on TV sporadically and wrestle on the pay-per-view only. But I, I disagree. I said this match delivered. Uh, again, it's something none of us asked, but we got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I appreciated the attempt from Adam Copeland here. I think I can also see why it was a little funny. To be honest, it was. It, it, I see Adam Copeland mismo na nagsabi na he was never he hasn't been hit that hard ever in his career. So I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. Although for me, as somebody who grew up with Edge and who only knows him as Edge, this whole Cope Open is still a bit. It still takes that a little while for me to get accustomed to. But again, I don't think he is doing it for the fans at this point. I think yeah. he's doing it for himself uh, as a wrestler. And kung yun yung gusto niyang gawin, go go for it, de ba? Nakakomplish naman yung lahat ng gusto niyang gawin in in his uh, wrestling career. So if there are bucket list items for him that he wants to do, go ahead. Um, it it is a little left though. It it is a little random to see a Midori Suzuki Adam Copeland matchup and even in twenty twenty four. It's I'm only pre- random because pre- he's not in remote. Yun lang, yeah. like, diba, if it had been promoted. Because <laughs> si Cope sinabi niya na, de ba nung nagpromotion ng collision after defeating Moriarty. I'm I'm seeing the young guns step up. Where are the vets? Where are the old guys? And we said this on the live stream last week. It was the perfect opportunity to have Suzuki's music play or have him cut a promo or whatever. Whatever. But uh, no, Chino, you didn't get lost. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that uh, just a, a missed opportunity to promote the match and make it less random. Because in theory, all of the Copeland are random, lang, diba? Kasi nga, it's an open challenge storyline. Yeah, no, you know, yeah, I get gets ko na, na random, but then for Adam Copeland, the person and the wrestling fan, I can also appreciate why it's a big deal for him. Yeah. So, siguro, yeah. I mean, AEW for all its faults, diba, always just delivers on these dream matches. Pero at the same time, they don't always do a good job at announcing it to the world to get as many people on it as possible. Eh, yung Minoru Suzuki, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, nilagay nila sa libre, diba, as a pre-show match. <laughs> so what? So it's really just something that needs to be fixed, I guess, but also not new for AEW. Uh, one last thing I wanted to add: uh, what Gina said, uh, he was doing it for himself. A lot of fans, even some uh, some wrestlers, they don't understand. Uh, sometimes there are people, there are wrestlers that do things not because they were trying to get over, but because there were uh, things that they wanted to do artistically. There were ways that they wanted to express themselves, and while it's not always great, it's not always advisable. Um, harmless shot like when Cope is trying to wrestle as many different people as possible, it's a beautiful thing. Um, some people might not understand it. It's uh, you know, some people who grew up on old school American wrestling will wonder why this guy is trading forearm shots and barely selling, quote unquote. Um, uh, but you know. The art is the art. The sport is the sport. And uh, there are some things that you just have to do as an artist to fulfill yourself creatively. Yeah, I was about to expand on that or expound on that rather. Now, uh, you know, seeing Edge wrestle as if he were in New Japan was pretty amazing. 
Diba? Kasi he's a WWE lifer and here he is exploring what's on the other side, what's outside the WWE bubble. So to see him go toe-to-toe with a Japanese legend, to wrestle a style that he was largely kept away from throughout basically his entire adult career or his adult life uh, was very refreshing. And um, it, it was a good way to break the monotony of Cope facing younger guys every week during the Cope Open. So uh, I can see why you picked this match. Uh, and I, I loved it. I really enjoyed watching Cope take on Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Hi, he's Chico Garcia. And he's Gino Killiamore. We're the hosts of Only Fun. In our podcast, we explore the boundaries of our pleasure. And test the limits of our pain. It's business in the front. And party in the rear. Wait, wait, what? What? Wait, we, we talk about shows that we watch that might, you know, be entertaining for everyone else, right? Yep, that's what I said. Check out our podcast. New episodes out Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> no drama, only fun. Let's move on to Rowan and Emil's shared pick from the Royal Rumble. So yeah, uh, Emil's pick, or para sa kami, may plus one na ako. So men's Royal Rumble match. So Emil says here that he likes how WWE did not rely that much to surprise entrance for the Royal Rumble match, which goes to show that the current roster is deep. Uh, they needed to tell stories that people are invested in, and there were so many storylines that were established or further advanced in that match. to Emil that the moment where it got down to the final four was when the match really peaked in its drama. Anyone... Uh, any one of them had a legit case of winning the rumble, and the crowd at Skinny Mike's were at the edge of their seats with no one, uh, with nobody has any idea who was going to win. Uh, and to end his take, uh, the Cody win was perfect. They are committed to finishing that story, and despite all the news and rumors swirling around who's going to face who at uh, at the biggest show of the year, one thing remains the same: uh, the main event of WrestleMania 40 has to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Uh, I agree with all the things that Emil said, but for me, uh, what I liked about the Royal Rumble match, of course, is the Usos opening the match. I saw that coming, but it really feels good when you see it actually happen. Uh, What else? Uh, Andrade returning to the WWE. And and like Emil said, uh, the entrance being good uh, even if it's just the current roster. And what's good too is that there's still an element of surprise. Kite current roster lang yung ginamit nila. Um, but um, I also like na nagkatoto yung final four. Ko. And my only issue is that sa men's, well, including na rin yung women's, is that uh, men's rumble and women's rumble, same issue from 2022 is that the entrance theme songs are not that recognizable. And you will only know who it is pagka nag-focus na yung camera sa kanila. Yeah, I I like the I like the men's rumble. I preferred the women's rumble uh, more, but the men's rumble was also pretty good. Tama nga si Rowan and si Emil when they said that they also used the men's rumble to bring to head sort of a lot of the men's storylines, diba? You got the Uso starting things off and that was good. I honestly thought that they were going to make Jay at least final four. Or yeah, tama, si Jay, at least final four. Because he was in there a while. Diba? And even him and Jimmy mixing it up also took a while. So I at least thought that he would play a little bit more a significant role uh, in the win, in the decision. 
but I'm glad that he was there for however long that was. And I am also a little disappointed na mukhaan na naman loser si Karrion Cross. Like, sayang lahat ng special effects. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nabiligay sa kanya. Diba? Hindi man lang siya ginawang monster. Yeah, well, that's what happened in the end. Nagsapakan lang sila ni Bobby Lashley. And I guess, yes, that's the end of their story. But I mean, the guy is a huge beast. But at least make him dominant. Kawawa lang siya ulit, in my opinion. Oh yeah, sorry. Another thing I like in this Rumble match pala is that uh, some of these guys are from the 2008 roster. So it, it's like, it, it felt like a throwback. So Lashley was there, Carlito was there, Kofi was there, Cody is there. So yeah, it, it was pretty special because it, it reminds me of SmackDown versus Raw. Uh, no, um, I I don't rate Rumbles too deeply. Uh, it's, um, it's a spectacle. It's a spectacle for the sake of, it's a lot of novelty. It's a lot of, um, uh, it's a lot of being in the moment. And it's weird for people to try and dissect and critique him on performance among a town uh, during the rumble proper. Uh, but when you're like the last three, the last two, the, the final four, uh, that's when it gets really important. And uh, for the most part, Triple H has been placing a good uh, premium on making sure that the last stretch, yung final eliminations, they're really, really dramatic and intense. Right? It's really hard fought. You just, you, you don't just, throw people off the top rope unceremoniously, even though that's kind of what happened to CM Punk here. <laughs> but that was after, you know, that was after uh, a hard-fought final couple of minutes. Oh, uh, medyo war- medyo warranted naman yun. Kasi yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 20 minutes pa, yeah, actually, I agree, diba? I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, not for, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that Triple H has been two for two in Royal Rumbles uh, since taking over from Vin. So I, I like that about him. Uh, I think I feel that this is my comment that I'm for the women's rumble. Um, both of them were, uh, er, the new results rather were really earned by the end. And, you know, it's a testament to the, the performers themselves, but also a testament to, uh, how it was booked to go down. Let me ask you guys these questions. First off, Pat McAfee, what did you think of him getting a spot, going up to the apron, seeing it wasn't worth it and then eliminating himself? Um, I would say na sayang yung slot, pero at the same time, uh, kailangan din natin ng comedy. I mean, our truth is there, pero kailangan natin ng comedy kasi medyo seryoso yung bakbakan uh, all throughout the match. And uh, 
this was this is this has always been my favorite that uh, there's would be an npc involved in a wrestling match though he he didn't fight them but like the fact that pat McAfee came from the commentary table removes his headset and joined uh the royal rumble match gets up in the ring but he throws himself out it's it's so funny to me sayang lang yung ano yung slot uh, it could have been trick williams or some someone from nxt yeah, I did not like it at all. Not one bit. Um, I'm still not sold on Pat McAfee as a wrestling commentator <laughs> simply because he puts himself over way too much for a commentator. Like, like call, calm down, dude. Call the match, right? <laughs> at the same time, this spot, which was supposed to be humorous, actually confuses me. Because before his number was even called and his music hit, Everything was normal. Once the music dropped, he acted like it was a surprise. And then Michael Cole had to be like, yeah, go and jump in there. You can headline WrestleMania. I was like, okay. So he takes off his little headset and he hangs his coat. I'm enjoying how much he's smiling you up. He just jumps inside the ring, looks at Omos, and he's like, oh, no, I can't do it. And he leaves. And he's like, ah, joke lang, kaya ko to. And then he's like, hindi pala. joke lang ulit yun. And then he spends like 10 minutes doing that whole thing. Like, parang anong point nun, Pat Maki? Pa-cool ka tignan, diba? Sayang eh. Sayang talaga. No, I, I get what... I I get I get what Gene is trying to say. It's it's kind of like my uh my pet peeves with uh WWE booking uh you 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 put on Raw or SmackDown. main event for the evening. Um, you know, uh you you promote a show with no main event. You're gonna make it during the show itself. So, what if nothing happens that necess- necessitates uh, booking a main event? What if no one uh no one has a confrontation in the ring that uh, that requires them to go up to your general manager and, and say, I want this guy for tonight. Uh, it's one of those internal logic things that also drives me insane. Uh, it's one of those things that did drive controversy, but thankfully not as big as other controversies from this week. Um, one of those things, I mean, um, we've been doing this for too long. Uh, this is the second rumble. We're, we're, we're what, 30, 40 minutes deep. So yeah. anything that makes it, anything that makes it go faster, I'm I'm totally fine with. Igor Rowan, any violent reactions, Kay Pat McAfee? Or are you good? Uh ito, last na when when his music hit, by the way, uh, and before he even goes into the ring, parang I thought it was a rib to him. Pero when he starts acting in the ring, okay, this unscripted tum part na to. Uh, he, he was directed to Hopefully, do this. Hopefully, right? Jesus. It's a Royal Rumble. Hopefully these things are scripted. <laughs> they just shoot on Batman. Because oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I'd be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if that was the case. <laughs> All right. Uh, ito. uh only two NXT talent were involved in the men's rumble, those being Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. Tapos mer mga rumors na nagsasabi na the Braun Breaker spot uh, from his Entrance number to the people he eliminated to how he got eliminated. All of that was reportedly supposed to be for Brock Lesnar. But because of the controversy from the weekend, Brock Lesnar reportedly got pulled out and Braun Breaker was slotted in that place. So what did you think of that? I, I think deserve nila man yung spot na yun. Kasi uh, whenever, whenever there's going to be a Royal Rumble match, I want him to be in it. I, I think he appeared sometime. Or was it last year? Did he, did he appear before? 
Uh, yeah, but it's not his first Royal Rumble. Yeah. So I always wanted Braun Breaker to be on the main roster, na. And this is pretty close enough. Uh, you know, he ha- he just has to finish some uh, no, storylines in NXT. I-, I think he's good to go talaga sa main roster. Uh, while I enjoy the tag team of uh, Braun and Baron, I-, I agree also that he is more than main roster ready. However, I don't want to put any weight on the rumor na ah, pabalik lang siya kay Brock Lesnar kasi dapat si Brock Lesnar yun. Because we've already seen the Brock Lesnar at the Rumble showing. Diba? I would much rather, kahit, uh, regardless of any controversy, I would much rather have that slot go to somebody that can actually benefit from it. Like a Braun Breaker. Diba? Like the many other NXT superstars that were part of both Rumbles. Diba? The NXT superstars had a lot of, had a great showing in either Rumble. And I am appreciative of the fact that we got to see a full force Braun. Over the weekend, they released a, a snippet online of CM Punk training with the some NXT superstars. And dun, dun makikita mo na even si Punk is putting Braun over because of how much of a physical specimen that he is. And I'm glad that we got to see that uh, during the Rumble match. Actually, mas naniniwala pa nga ako na yung spot ni Brock na punta kay Pat McAfee. Yun lang. <laughs> uh, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed Braun. Uh, Braun has always been good. Um, he's always been that uh, special kind of athlete na, na bagay na bagay sa wrestling. So, he made the most of it. Um, it's not his first rumble, diba? Uh, he's been there before. Yep. So, I, I know that um, it's not... Uh, he doesn't have any nerves or anything. He's always in peak condition and uh, made the most of it. Um, I just hope that... The main roster is home now. That's gonna, you know, change a few plans down in NXT, especially uh, when we think or we assume that they're gonna win the Dusty Classic. So, uh, well, at least yung kasamanya is you know, a main roster star. So they can easily come back. Uh, they can easily bring Corbin back with him. So uh, it's. Um, I, I don't know if it means that he's gonna take on the feuds Brock was gonna have. Uh, it's gonna be a bit of a mess if that's the case, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I enjoyed watching him a lot. Okay, couple of other things before we move on to the women's rumble. Of the thirty Royal Rumble entrants, eighteen of them were from Raw. Uh, seven of them were from SmackDown. Dalawang unaffiliated at dalawang NXT. Kind of weird now that I'm looking at it now, but you know, uh, that's how it shook out. I think mas marami lang kasi yung uh, tag team wrestlers na considered to be just exclusively in a tag team on SmackDown. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing here, Sami Zayn at number thirty. Were you satisfied, or was this also a Rey Mysterio slash, uh, as you said earlier, Liv Morgan moment? Uh, sorry, uh, before anyone, um, if that was the case, it didn't seem like it. Uh, on, on, on at Skinny Mike, so everyone loved Sami being back. Uh, I enjoyed Sami being back. I, I thought it was a nice surprise. I'm not sure I would have put him at number thirty because number thirty to me has always been kind of the cowardly heel spot. But you know, sometimes it is what it is. Uh, it wasn't disappointing. I don't know who else could have been there. Uh, I'm not going to surprise in mind. I knew Okada yes, wasn't coming. <laughs> I knew Okada wasn't coming in. So, okay. Lang naman. I, thought, I actually thought 30 was going to be Cena for some reason. Like, Cena in the Rumble can't tell me five minutes. That would have been, that would have been a <laughs> the weird rock. Oh, The Rock. Pala. Uh, the Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Out the um, Sammy being back was also nice, though. I, 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 I've always loved Sammy Zayn. 
Um, it wasn't a Liv Morgan spot like people are saying. Even Liv Morgan wasn't a Liv Morgan spot. Come on, guys. Pero, uh, Sammy <laughs> being back is always is always nice, and I, I'm glad he's back on TV again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did expect this Sammy Zayn return, pero na wala siya sa isip ko na he, uh, he should return uh, or appear on in the Royal Rumble match. I I am aware na he took some time off, pero I I expected expect expected him to enter somewhere around number twenty, maganon. Pero not number thirty. But I do know people at Skinny Mics were wanting The Rock to enter at number thirty. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they didn't get The Rock at number thirty, so uh, boohoo. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble match, which is my pick of the week. Mas enjoy ko than the men's, even though mas cathartic yung release when Cody won uh, as opposed to when Bailey won. Uh, the women's Royal Rumble match was just so fun uh, because of everybody involved. Like uh, starting off with Natalia, who continues her streak of being part of every women's Rumble. Liv Morgan at the end getting to do the same thing. Naomi coming out at number two. Uh, Jordan Grace getting to do her thing and us uh, on the commentary table getting to introduce Jordan Grace onto WWE programming, uh, talking about Caden Carter and really caping for her because Pinay Pride and all of that stuff. Uh, Alba Fire. Uh, I, I was Can telling... Can you do it for Shotzi? Or... We've done yeah. it for Shotzi before, but to do it for Caden Carter now is, right. is new, right? Because Caden uh, Carter prior to last year had not been on the main roster. Right. So to really build up Caden Carter, oh, Ate Caden din to, half pinay, all of that stuff. That was that was a source of pride for me. Uh, Alba Fire, I really enjoyed getting to contextualize yung kanyang character because uh, si Carlo never watched NXT UK. Whereas, you know, we did, right? So I, I got to say things like, oh, she's like forever champion of NXT UK, 700 plus days as champion, etc. Uh, Jade Cargill, jeez. Yeah. Uh, we were all waiting for Jade Cargill to arrive, and arrive she did. Uh, grabe, sobrang nag-enjoy ako with uh, how they presented her, uh, how she matched up with Bianca, how she and Bianca teamed up for a quick second, and everybody trying to uh, size up Jade Cargill. How they presented her basically the same way that she was presented in AEW, complete with the A Storm Is Coming soundbite from her entrance. Uh, I'm not sure if the theme is a remix of her existing AEW. Remix, no. Remix now, yeah, I, I haven't heard it clearly yet on its own, but uh, yeah, sobrang damning fun moments coming out of the Rumble. Bailey's mini arcs in the Rumble, diba? how she uh, was asking si Asuka and Kyrie, is this the plan? And how it's going to set up yung eventual turn against Bailey from Damage Control's end. So, so much fun, uh, so many fun little elements in this Women's Royal Rumble. Kaya siya talagang pick ko right after the show. Yeah, I the my my main thing from the entire free women's rumble. So of course Jordan Grace as an impact fan, but mostly Chelsea Green, who really played her part up really well. Uh-huh. Um, she Agreed. knew what she was doing in the ring. The ba nuna tinitis nila na baka maulat yung quickest uh women's rumble record there. Yeah, hindi. five seconds. And uh-huh. then and then I also liked how she was a collateral in whatever everybody else was doing. Nadadadamay siya, siya yung natatamaan. It's very yep. funny, very entertaining to the point na you know, I never really expected a wrestler like Chelsea Green to be a, a comedy wrestler. It didn't really counter as such, but she did make me laugh significantly. No so I Carlo called her mother that. multiple times <laughs> during commentary. <laughs> he comes out, unfurls that rainbow skirt thing, and he was like, oh, Chelsea is mother. <laughs> oh boy. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, my highlight of the night for me uh, is the moment when Nia Jax is pinagtutulungan uh, by most of this wim- these women, pero hindi na eliminate si Nia Jax. That's where I knew Jade Cargill was gonna come out. So, ako pumunta na ako ng third floor that time to see the reactions. And I haven't caught the reactions pa kasi. And sakto, doon na lumabas si Jade Cargill. And then I rushed back to the second floor. And then doon na yun nangyayari yung ano, nagbubugbugan si Jade Cargill tsaka si Nia Jax. And boy, I was really, really happy na Jade Cargill was able to lift Nia Jax off her feet. But she did it without a sweat. Without uh, breaking a sweat. And wow, she eliminated her. Pretty cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, this was the biggest, the bigger, the bigger rumble in terms of moments. Uh, gets again, gets again. Uh, it was so big that uh, by the time they got to number 10, I was, I was, I felt like we had gone through an entire hour, hours worth of big stuff. So, it's it's uh they really they really you know they really did what they could there and and I mean that in the best way. Um, I think it's because uh, wala masyadong, ano eh, wala masyadong, uh big stories right now uh, revolving around the women's championships, especially SmackDowns. Uh, SmackDown is really uh yung WWE Women's Championship is really really dry right now. Yeah, the big storyline push from the Rumble was going to Bailey. So I appreciated that. But um, when you have very little going on, like there's not much going on with Rhea either, you have a better canvas to uh, big, you know, bring in your big moments just for the pop, you know, bring in your uh, Jordan Graces, bring in your your Jade Cargills, bring back Naomi. It's uh, it's 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 really simpler. Just to you know, pop as much as people as much as you could, right? Uh, a lot of people complain that um, it wasn't as good wrestling wise as the men, but um, it's one of those things that you know the women don't have uh, as much collective experience wrestling these matches. Like they only get to do it once a year, and um, there have only you know, been seven of these guys. Exactly, exactly. Uh, a lot of people like to be hard on the women for you know not always getting everything right or smooth some moves in a in a in a really messy match like this like i know how messy it could be so uh let's let's cut them some slack and let's enjoy the fact that it was uh the fan service spectacle i don't mean that in a perverted way you know in, in a surprise in a big surprise way it was the most fan service royal rumble um triple h has given us so far so that's why it's good um you're right in that the cody win was more cathartic but um i think triple h found a way to have the women's rumble hold up uh you know hold up with the men's rumble yeah so there those are our picks of the week. If you want to add to the conversation, get your picks in there as well. Uh, it is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. In the meantime, we're going to be preparing for our live stream, which should be tomorrow, Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. As usual, the Tasaming Facebook page, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Say YouTube, same URL. Uh, reminding everyone once again that if you want a viewing party for Elimination Chamber Perth, It'll be on February 24, Saturday, 8 p.m. our time, because the same time zone as Perth. Let us know on Facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. 
Thank you so much to Babyface producer Jasper and everyone over at the Pod Network for all the work that they do for us uh, here on the show. And thank you to every listener who continues to support our podcast. We're going to get out of here. We'll catch you on the live stream. On behalf of Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan ASH, my name is Stan C saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Later, weirdos. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.